Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Thursday, Albuquerque. You know what that means? That means congratulations, Mitch Garver. Let's go. Yeah. Drew Cueva Bear all the way to World Series champion as the Texas Rangers in the first time in the history of them playing professional baseball. Not hockey, Van. Baseball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First time. The Rangers have become the champion of the entire world as they defeated last night the cowardly Arizona Diamondbacks and their lifeless offense and and no helping, no hitting pitcher into the sixth and and all the talent in the world over there wasted against the Rangers. Well, first off, Fred, welcome back. Yes. Thank you about you. you were on assignment yesterday. Uh-huh. Really, uh, glad everything worked out. I was out. on COVID quarantine. Oh, oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I you're could... saying that I bold-faced lied to the you friends did. of the show? Is that... I caught... Yeah. I'm sure everyone thought I was going to make my grand re-entrance as New Mexico Highland broadcaster at the pit last night. No. Uh-uh. No, I was on full-on COVID quarantine because a dude we work with Got the got the diagnosis, and I had to go and follow the company line and test Neggy. So, well, luckily, you've built up probably one of the strongest immunities to COVID <laughs> of any human being in the history of the world. You know how I know I don't. You've gotten the you've gotten one of each. Yeah, get them all. Yeah, I know. Right now, I don't have COVID because of res- Let's go. Yeah. And I'm eating the salsa, and I can very much taste it. Okay. <laughs> All right. It is so hot. I'm so proud of you. You've taken like three bites. And when I say bites, you just gingerly dip the chip into the salsa and get no chunks of anything whatsoever. I, I so get, congratulations. That's a big step. If if that salsa is a swimming pool, I'm putting my toe in. I'm you, putting okay. my toe. Just the toenail. Yeah, just my little toenail. Yeah. It's in there. Very good. Hey, Marie, back at the studio. Hey, Marie, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Well, that's nice. You're there welcome. we go. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, that's. I'm on. Yeah, she's doing her own thing. She's probably got her own show going on that's right cool. now. She's only been working I'm since a, six in the morning. I'm actually. I think sometimes that, that MGM I, makes one announcement. They're partnering with Sandia, and Amory's just nowhere to be found anymore. She's just gone. I also she's disappeared just, to the world. Unfortunately, I have, I'll have I don't to. Come hate to, it. I don't have anything about it. I'll have to come to Sadie sometimes because I think sometimes my mic isn't up to Sadie's to reach you guys sometimes when you guys are at Sadie's. So I apologize. Oh, okay. Understood. Well, I mean, that tracks on our end, so it sounds like we'll be Amory less, so this is going to be a lot of people's favorite show. Oh, all right. No, yep. yesterday was the best so show We'll be here up until DWC. the start of Thursday Night Football, big matchups. Oh, was it? Was last night? Amory, surprise, surprise, is a big DWC fan. Hey, David super Weesey nice. Carl of, of the New Mexico Mexico United. Because he uh, knows about sports and talks about sports. Yeah, he's so incredibly good. I kept trying to divert him to talk about pop culture oh, or whatever's on my weird about brain, and he just reeled me back in and he, made me talk sports. He's the worst. Yeah. It's nice of him to come out of his uh, groundhog hole that he dug himself into after the Philadelphia Phillies got eliminated by that loser Arizona Diamondbacks team that couldn't beat the Texas Rangers in the World Series. Is Mitch Garver hit the game-winning single up the middle. Albuquerque's very own put them boys ahead. They stayed ahead. 
That's all they needed. That's all they needed was just the needed one. the one. Got just it. needed that one Mitch Garver knock. Well, and because I was on quarantine yesterday wearing my mask like it was 2020, I got to watch the whole thing. That's awesome. Nice. I watched an overwhelming majority of it, and I was doing some busy work at the house. You know how many people call me yesterday, man, and they're like, where are you at, man? I'm here at the pit. Where are you at? Where are you at, guy? What are you doing? Well, first of all, the World Series is on. I love Lobo basketball. I'm a big Lobo basketball fan. Can't wait to start celebrating next Monday when it's yeah. a regular season of Lobo basketball. Here's the thing. The World Series was on. I know I trick you into thinking I don't love sports. I love the World Series. Sure. Cannot skip that. It is the best. Every pitch matters. So good last night. So Plus, New Mexico Highlands was at the pit. You don't want to hang out with your ex all night. No, yeah. you got better stuff to I'm do. trying to hang out with them. Yeah. Trying to trying to watch the World Series. Getting the Lobos giving, getting sloppy seconds from your ex. They were putting on the, the show, though, last night. It was in Lobos weren't full roster or whatever. You know, good exhibition, though. Sure. Yeah, but a little back and forth there, both in the mix. It was a good little basketball game last night from what I saw on the Twitter. So congratulations to Lobo and the Lobo basketball team on finishing the exhibition season. Looking real good. They're going to be strong for regular season play, which starts next week, man. We're right around the corner. As a Astros fan, we all know Houston boy, been an Astros dork since I was a baby. Right. Thank God the Rangers have Mitch Garver on this team for some kind of redeeming quality to make them root forable. So congratulations, Texas Rangers. Congratulations, Mitch Garver. Congratulations to the Garver family. Congratulations to Cowboy Ray. Yeah. Cowboy Ray, you coached a World Series champion. That is friggin' awesome. Ray Birmingham joining us on the program next Tuesday live from the Albuquerque Duke store. We're going to have a lot of fun with him as we're going to talk at length about this past season, his history with Mitch Garver, and obviously um, he's just about the funnest guy in the whole world. So we're going to have Cowboy Ray Birmingham with us next Tuesday, live at the Albuquerque Duke store. Come hang out with your boys if you want to meet a legend. Absolutely. Come get some Duke's merch and come meet Cowboy Ray. Yes, hard yes. That's like the best Tuesday you've ever had in your life. Yeah, and I'm getting my my double doser on Saturday, man. I'm getting the the Kobe boy and the Fluey boy all at once. Okay. So who knows if I physically will have recovered. Well, I mean, considering that you collect COVID diagnoses like Thanos collects Infinity Stones, you're just going to breeze right through this next uh, shot. Don't worry about that. My first COVID was the bogus COVID. My second COVID was not as bad of COVID. I believe I had a third COVID, which I don't talk about a lot publicly, which was like making the first one seem like it wasn't real. And then, uh, yeah, narrowly averted this last one. So I'm... I'm uh, I'm COVID free, COVID free. Congratulations! We're really glad uh, you ducked another COVID. Um, welcome back, and uh, I'm glad you're vaccinated. I'm glad you're healthy and safe. Does everyone get it now again? COVID? Do you just get it again? I think it diminishes every time now, right? Yeah. Well, because like it can only go one of two ways. It can either go more deadly or more contagious. Those are like the only, and you can't go both. Right. It gets to pick one. That's how disease works. And it went with the contagious one. So that's good. So cool. I'll take another flu once a year. No big deal. Nope. Prefer to not have the flu as well. Okay. I, neither is better. But if you get one. Right. At least, at least it's not the first round of the Corvids, the one that was killing everybody. Speaking of killing it, Will Smith. He's the first player in history to win three consecutive World Series with three different teams. What? It's bonkers. Congratulations <laughs> to Will Smith, now of the Texas Rangers. He's easily the greatest Will Smith of all time. Easily surpassing 
the other baseball Will Smith, of course, catcher for the Dodgers. Yes. And then also surpassing, finally, the hockey player Will Smith. And then, for sure, limping in in last place, rapper, actor, and a uh, public violence partitioner, Will Smith. If you're talking, because there's multiple Will Smiths in baseball, so technically a Will Smith has won the World Series four years in a row. That's accurate. But one Will Smith has won the World Series three years in a row with three different teams. Yeah. um, Make any decision about my life, Will Smith, the pitcher, (laughs) because you are crushing it. Three years in a row, you pitch for the Braves, World Series. Pitch for the Astros, World Series. Pitch for the Rangers, World Series. Tell me what to do with my life, relief pitcher Will Smith. Make any decision you want. Congratulations to St. Louis native Max Scherzer. Big World Series win last night. I think you and I talked about this at length. I have now been in radio the amount of time to where I've seen guys' entire careers. Right. The debut of Max Scherzer, and again, I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri. I was doing radio in St. Louis, Missouri. Whenever he debuted with the Diamondbacks a billion years ago now, it seems like, it was, oh, cool, local kid made it. And then it was, oh, cool, local kid's got stuff. Oh, cool, local kid is in the talk of the best ones in the world. Oh, cool, local kid should come to St. Louis and play. Oh, crap, they don't want him for some reason. He's going to go sign with the Mets or the Nationals or whoever. Ends up in Texas. Ends up a world champion? Let's go, Max Scherzer. All these dudes kind of had kind of crazy stories. The assembly of this team, including their manager, Bruce Bochy. Yeah, Bruce Bochy already won three with the Giants. One of four managers to win World Series championships with two different teams. Gets his fourth one. I mean, this is legendary status. Not only that he did it again, but he did it in a year. Yeah. A year. He, like, set them down before the season started and said, hey, I got three of these bad boys. I'm looking around. I think you guys can get one, too. Raise your hand, guys. You want one? Seeger, you want another one? Over 90 L's last year for Texas. They don't care. Over 100 L's the year before. They don't care. Also, if you're going to finish, all right, I'm about to be that guy who's been fortunate to be a fan of a team that's won some. You've been in this position. Sure. Winning the World Series in a bottom of the ninth strikeout is the best way to win a World Series. 100%. It's not even close. It's the best by far. What's a uh, reliever to... jumps in the air? The catcher runs out. Mm-hmm. Everyone mobs them right in front of the mound. The home plate umpire does the step back strikeout, you know, because they know they're not going to ever get back in their stance for the next four months or whatever. Yeah. And uh, help me with pronouncing old boy's name. Spores? Spores. Spores? Like a um, famous pizza joint in the mall. Savoros. Yeah, very so, close. Um, so they do, and then and then there it goes gloves. They, you know, everyone throws their glove either a mile in the air or straight down as hard as they can. Sure. And then and then it's 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 mayhem. It's pandemonium. It's it's on in the world celebration. And baseball celebration is the best celebration. Miss me with anything else. Anything else. It's by far the best. Go back to the locker room. Put on the goggles. Just blow through tens of thousands of dollars of champagne yes. and Bud Light. Is it still Bud Light? Did they do Bud Light this year? Uh, I, bl- I don't know. but I, I, didn't, I didn't want to watch my favorite team's rival celebrate. Yeah. yeah, I opened up my front door and I said, congratulations, Mitch Garver, and then closed the door and turned the TV off. Do you think that Bruce Bochy in even-numbered years should coach a National League team and then in odd-numbered years he should coach an American League team 
and then he'll win a World Series every year. Do you every, think every other year? Do you think that's a plan? That's a pretty sweet stretch. It's not the worst. Plan. Yeah. <laughs> and he knows how to win in the World Series because he's done it three times with the Giants, uh, including once against the friggin' Rangers. He's wearing the jersey of the guy that he beat quite recently. Oh boy, for the Rangers, that scores. Five plus ERA in the regular season. Postseason comes around. He's he's Mariana Rivera incarnate. You know, and it's Oh, okay. Eleven and zero on the road. We got this. Oh, okay. We're the worst team kind of low key going. Okay. We didn't set ourselves up for success in the postseason. We're still here, y'all. By the way, we paid Marcus Simeon. By the way, we paid Corey Seeger, who's the only I this might not be correct. I think it's correct. He's the only World Series MVP in both leagues. Both leagues. There's only four two-time World Series MVPs. Who I can name them. Hold on. Seeger? Check. Bob Gibson? Check. I can't name them all. Reg- Reginald? Reggie Jackson. Yeah. I don't know who the last one would be, so I can get those three. One more. Big lefty for... Uh, oh, Sandy Koufax. Sandy Koufax. Yeah. yeah. This is big for Texas because they hated David Freeze. They hated Jose Batista. There were guys that were the daddy of the Texas Ranger fan. Perpetually embarrass them. Yes. And what the Astros have done to them the past half Altuve (laughs) every single time. Yeah. It's just best when it ends on a strikeout. It's best when in this way. It best when Mitch Garver does that thing for representation of Albuquerque. There's been Texas Rangers fans born, been a Rangers fan their whole life, yeah. and passed a year, two, three years too soon. There's people who've been Rangers fans their entire life who didn't get to witness this. Yeah. What is it, 65 years? Yeah, started in 69 or whatever, so yeah. you're close if that's not it. And, you know, I'm, I'm about those guys. I'm about the guys that are, you know, in their 70s and, and you know, kind of dirt. This is really for the Rangers fan who was there in 2011. The 2011 fan, and I've talked about this at length, game six of the 2011 World Series, the greatest story ever told, St. Louis Cardinals over the Houston, or excuse me, over the Texas Rangers. This is just such a reprieve. This is a release. This is an exorcism. This is all of those heartbreaks being worth it now i mean you we saw in baseball this year that the big money spenders who had huge years all getting bounced out Mm -hmm. early in the playoffs by lesser teams texas rangers was kind of both texas rangers was a wild card team but don't forget they're top 10 in spending so they got some young upstarts who really contributed to this team, but they also spent half a billion dollars on their middle infield. So they're kind of the best of both worlds. They got young upstarts, they got developed guys, and they spent a lot of money in free agency. Mm -hmm. So they got a little bit of everything. I have all the receipts here, okay? Okay. Avenge the 2013 team by sweeping the 99-win Rays in Tampa. Avenge the 2012 team, the memorable collapse and all by sweeping the league-best 101-win Orioles. Avenge their half-decade struggle against the Astros by blowing them out 20-6 to in Houston in games 6 and 7. Exercise the demons of 2011 
by winning the World Series championship first time in a half century. Every round they cashed in a receipt. Yep. And was it these guys? No, you know, not necessarily. Nelson Cruz retired in July this year. Right. You know, like, as soon as Nelson Cruz retires, now you win championships? Okay, cool. Okay. Obviously, he wasn't playing with the Rangers, but you get the point. Yeah, sure. And when, I mean, just as soon as the American League Championship Series, that game five, mm-hmm. that Jose Altuve home run, I thought that was it. I thought they would just completely deflate. They would be absolutely dead in the water. There would be no way that they could bounce back from that game five, come from behind, top of the ninth, heroic home run, playoff Altuve, does it again. I thought they'd just be completely Mm -hmm. deflated. But they got the experience of Bruce Bucci. They got some guys on the team, Seager, Scherzer, a small handful of guys, friggin' Will Smith, who's done it two years in a row, who said, no, 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 no. We're going to do this, right? and we're going to do it on the road. And they didn't lose a game on the road all playoffs. Ten years from now, Ken Jennings is going to say, what Major League Baseball team went 11-0 in the postseason to win the 2023 World Series championship? Yeah. And the answer will ever be, are you, you don't even ask, and what no, is the only team in Major League Baseball history to go undefeated on the road in the postseason on their way to the World Series championship. The Texas Rangers. Wild. And then the Texas Rangers, World Series ring on their finger, slowly turn around, wink, and wave at the Seattle Mariners organization, the Milwaukee Brewers organization, the Colorado Rockies organization. You're talking about Fleeson. The San Diego Padres organization and the Tampa Bay Rays organization because they finally won one. Yeah. Now the group is down to five. There's only five teams in Major League Baseball who have never won one. They're waiting. Congratulations, Texas Rangers. Two of those teams have been around since the 90s. The other ones have been around since, like, the 60s. The Brewers have been around, I might not have had this right, 67, something like that, forever, ever, ever. Just incredible. Just absolutely incredible. Good finish last night to the World Series. We'll step away when we get back. Talk a little bit about the Lobo game last night. As we understand it, neither of us were in attendance, obviously, the World Series. But I'm excited for the upcoming season. We had reached out to Coach Patino, but uh, I believe there's like a Ring of Honor induction tonight. There's a big, nice. there's a big Lobo thing going on tonight. So it won't be tonight. We will definitely figure it out in the future, though, as Lobo basketball is here. It, it, the end of the World Series is the pivot to the next one. You know, on like Monday next week, we'll start doing all of our like really exciting college football stuff. Obviously, we'll start previewing the New Mexico Bowl links. Obviously, there'll just be that that big pivot into the winter, whatever. Right. As you know, the the summer's game is over now. NBA talk. LeBron did that thing last night. How can you be thirty eight years old, scoring that many points, looking like a dude? Also, watched the Warriors last night. Clay Thompson hitting buzzer beaters. It was a good sports day yesterday. Good sports day yesterday. The NBA, I don't care what you think about Michael Jordan or Bird versus Magic. The yeah. NBA's never been better than it is right now. I agree completely. You and A. Marie, David Weezy, Carl, Jay Sinton yesterday got to talk a little bit about Bobby Knight. I'll talk a little bit about he today as well. 
Congratulations, the Texas Rangers. Also, good showing, Arizona. Like, way to work hard. Way to play a month more of baseball than everyone on the planet thought you were going to play. Absolutely. And the grit and determination that Zach Gallen showed mm-hmm. last night, six no-hit innings to try to keep his team in the World Series, that's one of the best World Series performances yeah. in a loss ever. No one will ever talk about it, but it was the best. Yeah. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. This is not young kids that's not adults yet. New kids who ain't never been taught yet. I'm about to show you how a real pro lay it down. Show you how to hit a finger off from out of bounds. Always going in, never going out of style. Because they can never be a boss, never run around. You're now rocking with the best, best ever round. Fresh of this and when the fresh kids is coming now. Do it how I do it. Watch me break it down. Back live at Sadie's on 4th. Let's go. During the break. Hey, Marie, welcome back to the program. During the break, I ate so many chips and queso. No salsa, though. My uh, my mouth is on fire. That queso is mild. That is the children's queso. Mouth for Freddy. A lot of did not plays last night for the Lobos men's basketball team as they in exhibition 86, New Mexico Highlands University 73. Good showing at the pit. Not the fullest crowd to ever be a crowd. But it's fun that everyone came out. 9,000, some change in attendance. Highlands came out shooting the three. They did well. They kept it close. As we mentioned earlier, wasn't all the players you traditionally see. Donovan Dent and Jamal Bashburn both played over 30 minutes, though, and did that thing from the field, scoring 25 and 23, respectively. Uh, you ready for basketball, Van? You know yeah. I'm ready for Lobo basketball. It's about that time. I can't imagine a better thing to do in Albuquerque, New Mexico, than go to the pit when the Lobos are rocking. And they're going to be rocking all year this year. Yeah. One of the best backcourts. And not only the Mountain West, in all of college basketball. And they got some bigs added to the roster that can compete with anybody. I'm really excited to see what they do this year. Texas Southern on Monday. That's why we are bumped on Monday from the program. We're still going to be live at Howie's if you want to come hang out with us. We'll be doing some live drop-ins on the game beforehand. And then after the basketball game, it'll switch over to the football game. So that's going to be a lot of fun. But we'll be there not... At the pit, Texas Southern, uh, watch out because this is the one to me. And you can't have a better start than last year. Cannot do it. Will not happen. That's the best start you can have, literally. Okay. Or let's take that 14-0. and 0. What do you say we add another 10 or 12 more games to it? In a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just do all that. To do your best Bobby Knight impersonation. Never lose. Just beat, just beat them all. That's that Bobby Knight conversation, right, where he had that the last team to go undefeated. And there have been teams that have got close. There was one during the bubble, if you remember. I guess before that, you get real difficult to try to find. 05, the Illini went to the national championship against North Carolina. They lost to Sean May and Raymond Fulton and all those guys. They didn't get No one's got it since Bobby Knight. I'd be okay if Mexico Lobos did it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? Hey. Why not us? Why not us? Why not us? You know how I know it could be us? I saw San Diego State last year. You know how I know? 
It's good basketball across the country. And it's different now with NIL. It's not the way it traditionally had been where you get all these blue-chip, quote-unquote, programs that put 15 guys on their team. Now, 10 of those 15 guys go to other schools for fair compensation, and they play the crud out of it. They do that thing. I can give you examples on the Lobos. It's going to be a good season. It's going to be a good basketball season. It's time for it. Time for the city to come alive. Show up. Sell out. Getting national votes in the top 25. Let's go. Not in yet, but we're getting some recognition. That's really good. And you mentioned San Diego State. I know you got a short memory, Fred. Yep. But it was just last year. One years ago. That the national runner-up was beaten yeah. by the Lobos in their own house and was one miracle shot away oh. from losing both games to the Lobos. The Lobos are good. They can play. And now they got, they got a more imposing presence down low. Sky's the limit for this basketball team. November the 13th is a Monday. And by that time, the Lobos will have beat Texas Southern and they will have beat St. Mary's, who's ranked 23rd. Mm-hmm. Perhaps by the 13th, the Lobos are a ranked school this early in the season. I could see that. I could see that. I could 100% see that. Now, in the road to tow, not that difficult to start program-wise for the Lobos. Texas Southern, you know, obviously beatable. St. Mary's, that'll be a task. UT Arlington, very winnable. Toledo, winnable. Rice, winnable. Pepperdine, winnable. Louisiana Tech, winnable. And then everyone opens their eyes up for December 2nd as New Mexico State and New Mexico play basketball. That one's winnable, too. Obviously, there's a ton that surrounds it. There's a ton of story and interest. Nationally, it'll be a big conversation. That one's winnable, too. UCSB and then Santa Clara. New Mexico State again on the 15th. Irvine to follow. Eastern New Mexico after that. That's a weird one. Yeah, and and they're playing a lot of mid-majors early in the year. And... A lot of mid-majors don't play the big boy game. They'll just chunk up a bunch of threes. Good point. So I think unless one of these teams like goes on a miracle three run, it could be every t- single game yeah. is winnable on this schedule. And then conference play opens up in January, and that's where it gets real interesting. Yep. We should have a lot of fun and a lot of enjoyment watching this team through December. And what I'd like to see from this Lobos team is a team that does it a bunch of different ways offensively. If you're going to shoot the three, shoot the three. If you're going to go inside, go inside. If you're going to run the court, run the court. Whatever approach you think it will take to refine an approach that will get you wins in January against Colorado State, against Wyoming, against UNLV, against San Diego State, you know is ranked. I don't know what they're ranked right now, but you know they're ranked. Yep. Because that's when it really starts to matter. Work out all the kinks in your non-con. Come conference time, even if you got a blemish or two. Even if you went out there and you said, Hey, you know what we're going to do is is we're going to go three guards instead of two. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to flex down and run this triangle instead. We're going to do these things. And if you don't get wins every time, that's okay. Because when it matters, conference play. Mm-hmm. When it comes time for the tournament. And now tournament. we're talking about you in February. Bunch of winners out there. Bunch of winners. We did not sign Richard Patino just to win a couple big games at home. Right. We didn't sign Richard Patino. 
just to recruit a couple big names so he could have fun in the pit a few times a year. They signed Richard Patino to take this group of young student-athletes deep into the NCAA tournament and get better every single year. The expectations have never been higher for this program. And I think maybe for the first time in a handful of years, it is 100% justified. Never had a better backcourt. You got the bigs now. You know you got some forwards that can play some really good basketball for your team. It's there. The bones are there. The pieces are there. Now just go and get it. Talk a little bit about the Las Vegas Raiders. When we get back, they made a bunch of changes in the front office. We'll talk about what that means for their star players and the interesting timing. It's two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. Live from Sadie's on 4th. Come hang out with the boys. Patio's open Thursday night football. Tonight there's a bunch of TVs surrounding me. The Sports Animal. Gilbert Sanchez is going to join us in a couple minutes. Oh, lucky us. Raiders owner Mark Davis revealed the main reason for decision to fire Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler. Didn't really keep silence very long, did it? not really a culture problem when that's been your culture for decades since john madden this has been your culture what are you talking about dysfunction overpaying players fights in the locker room stupid stuff off the field this isn't new this isn't exclusive to should have only been an offensive coordinator this whole time josh mcdaniels none of this is new I want to bet you anything. Because <clears throat> I caught a green chili going down the wrong pipe. I'll bet you anything that the conversation was had before the trade deadline. Do anything. Do anything to help this team. And when nothing was done, literally nothing, you got to go. Like, you don't get a ton of directives from the ownership outside of do something. Sure. And it's not like the Davises had to choose in between, oh, man, our coach isn't coaching well enough. Mm -hmm. Or maybe, oh, man, our general manager isn't managing well enough. He didn't make those deadline moves. He didn't trade for that player. He didn't make that off-season acquisition. It just got rid of both of them. Well, and offensive coordinator Mick Lombardi. And Yeah, Yeah. and a a guy with the friggin' last name Lombardi got fired. (laughs) That's when it's really bad. Who's Aiden? Mark Mark Davis? fired everyone except for his barber the guy who needed it the most he sat jimmy garoppolo first jimmy garoppolo been overrated for years for years yeah best looking dude on the planet jimmy garoppolo the quarterback he got to play for peak belichick in new england he got to play for the loaded ass 49ers like, you put him on a sorry team, you put him on a sorry team like the Raiders, you get to see exactly who he was. He's been overrated forever. I don't think you get a spark, though. I don't think you get a spark going to Aiden O'Connell. Aiden O'Connell is significantly better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Is he? We're about to find out. 
give him give him what three games, two games for sure. You know what quarterback you go with? The one that wide receiver one tells you to go with. Mm. That's the quarterback you go with if you're Mark Davis. Yeah, there's a problem. Wide receiver one, Devontae Adams, quarterback that he wanted, Gown. is playing in New Orleans right now. He gone. Bummer. I mean, it's a bummer for Raiders fan. This also is going to sound gross. Always an ever-diminishing Raiders fan. There is less Raiders fan now than ever. They're and fake. I think with a reason. <laughs> I was going to try my mic again. They're what, Amory? They're favored this week. Oh, welcome back to the program. Well, I'm trying. We're trying to get my mic going. They should be. They're favored this week yeah, against got, the New York Giants. I mean, if there's one team you want to fire your head coach, your GM, and your offensive <laughs> coordinator in front of. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be an easy win. They're going to get some momentum from that and not win another game. Gilbert Sanchez joins us where we get back because you know the boys are live at Sadie's. We have a banger of a little night here with Thursday Night Football Seahawks and Ravens. Is that who we got tonight? No. no that's not right. That is not right. That's Titan. Sunday. Who's playing it's tonight? Steelers Titans. Steelers <laughs> Titans. Give me the Titans, baby. We'll talk more about that later. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. D. Sports animal. Back live at Sadie's on fourth. Gilbert Sanchez with us. Let's go. Can I get Creed music next time I stop? Stop. See what you're doing here. Like the uh, the old guy from. The Office, the American Office program, that Creed? Creed Branton? Yeah. No, well, yeah. Uh, I, did, he, did, he, did he make music? Any Creed. I think he did. Like, it wasn't that? <laughs> that was are the you, thing, yeah. Are you talking about Creed and Clearwater Revival? Or oh, them. Oh, I'm into that. Yeah, yeah, that would be, we could do that. Yep. That's how talented Apollo Creed is. is yeah. <laughs> not only is he a world champion boxer, also makes music for Gilbert. His son is great, too, right? I haven't heard his music. Adonis Creed? No. Yes. That's a good it's a great name. It's good to be here. Oh, there you go, Amory. Yeah. Yep. So stupid. We don't like this? I thought uh, that was a thing again. No, it is. It is back with the youngsters. They do it. They, they do it ironically. What? They do it ironically, then they get hooked on it. Yeah, like, I know. You just need a taste of this, and then you're, you're in. That's the, why you guys probably the do. Rangers sung it in the locker room or in the clubhouse after winning the yeah. World Series last night. Like, like, which one is this one? I, I don't know what word to use for super soft. Let's go there. <laughs> okay. Why do you know? Hold on. That? Wait to the chorus. It's coming. Uh, here it comes. Ah, I'm familiar with this one. All right. Okay. I thought this was a Foo Fighters song. You could not go higher. At, oh, that's <laughs> blasphemy. <laughs> I hope uh, UNM football's Brandon Ortega is listening and get very upset that you compared Creed to the Foo Fighters. What a bunch of losers to win the World Series and then do a sing-along to Creed. Um, you can't get any higher than the World Series, Fred. It's kind of appropriate. As much <laughs> as it sucks, it's kind of appropriate. What was their Bill Spanger song, Learn to Fly? <laughs> You know what? Uh, <laughs> Wait, 
You're still talking about Creed? <laughs> yes. Uh, no. I believe I am. We're losing every – I can't promote anything now because there are no listeners left. You know how the Texas Rangers pitcher was standing after the last strike of the World Series, right? Uh, how? With arms wide open. Is that Creed too? <laughs> yep. That was Foo Fighters. Uh, oh, <laughs> now we're really. I'm a big fan of the. What's the one that's not Creed that is actually good, but people say it's not Nickelback. Nickelback. Uh, <laughs> that one I really like. I like Chad Kroger. Kroger's. Okay, he had uh, the Spider-Man song. There goes my hero. There <laughs> goes my hero. Wait, that's Foo that's Fighters. That's also Fighters. Foo yeah. Fighters again. Yeah, I'm doing really this, best. Oh man, wow. you're upsetting so many people. <laughs> You're upsetting more people than I am by saying the Titans are going to beat the Steelers tonight. Oh, and they're not? Uh, the Titans will. Yeah, yeah. Titans right. are going to win. So the song is called Hero by Chad Kroger, just to be really fair. Yeah, I don't I recognize mean, that Honest one. mistake. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm so high, I can hear heaven. That sounds pretty close. Look at this photograph. I know that one. Yeah, I know that one. Just yeah, straight he up aggressively shows. made me see that photograph. <laughs> you know this when they go, a hero could save us. I'm not going to stand here and wait. That's, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was okay. a good song. Back then, it's not a good song anymore, but it no. was when it came out. What I is don't it? think it was then either. No, Here's the thing about good songs. They're still good later. This is like a post 9 11 <laughs> one where it was like just trying a little too hard. Yes, like, Nickelback is yeah, the 9 11 of music. I'll hold Great on comparison. To the wings of the eagles. Hold on, I'm, I'm not going to stand here and wait. Margarita. Yeah. Yeah. What am I drinking right here, Gil? Uh, I don't know what you guys pour. I think we got a peach. So, a peach, uh, desert peach margarita. Friends of the show, you can have all the man cards of mine that you want. Yeah. The peach margarita is fantastic. Desert peach. Desert peach, excuse yes, me. Yes, not from Georgia. No Georgia peaches this here. Is, oh, no, no, no. I'm Straight a, from the desert. I'm a big Justin Bieber guy. So this says, uh, this is a Sadie's cocktail classic margarita made with tequila and triple sex. <laughs> oh, okay. That's <laughs> not the word. Oh. It's After not the word. You've only taking a sip of that and we're ready to cut you off this is a 10 percent alky boy by volume let's go on yeah that. that's right yeah. sip yeah. on these don't chug yeah these. yeah it's a nice sipper warm you up here as it gets colder is right it, is mitch garver ever drank one of these no you know funny weird weird story i was at uh, we were catering an event uh for a booster event for unm baseball and mitch garver was there and his mom <laughs> so weird his mom was in a margarita. I was bartending at the event, and his mom was in a margarita competition, like, the next day, randomly. Okay. Yes. And she's like, can you teach me how to make a margarita so I can win my margarita competition? <laughs> oh, heck yes. I don't know if she won. Mitch, call the show. Yeah. 505-246-0610. No, we don't need Mitch for this. Mitch's mom. Mitch's mom. Did she win oh. the margarita Because I will feel really bad if she lost. Yeah. But I think she, I think she won. Did I mean, we were making it? some killer margaritas that night. Did she call it the mom Garita? Gail. I don't know. No. Gail is her name. Is that? All right. Gail. Well, GG. Gail Garver. There yeah. you go. These margaritas are really strong. And she says, yeah, they're Gale Force. <laughs> is that what she said? I, I didn't. I don't remember. It was many years ago. <laughs> yeah. You may, you may love this, but I know you'll have a Gale of a time. <laughs> is, she, is that what she says? <laughs> she might have said that. I, I, I was drinking some margaritas that night. Are we really know. at the commercial already? Yeah. Hey, you want to hang out for a minute? Yeah. I've been waiting for one of these margaritas my whole life. 
That's one of my holy gales. She's not gonna. She's never gonna call the show now after all this. <laughs> and we're never gonna find out. Says you. Listen, if we want Gail Garver to call the show, I'm gonna say seven Gail Marys, and it should happen. Like, what's the problem? By the way, yes, penance. we will call yeah. you by your new nickname, Gigi. Good job, everyone. Gail Garver. Gil, hang out with us. We'll come back, right. talk a little bit of Sadies and Sports. Tune on 5.9 FM and AM 610. Peace, Sports Animal.